There's no secret formula for better service throughout the customer journey. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can easily support, strengthen, and grow your customer base. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Howdy, folks. It is Monday, March 20th. I'm Jacob Cohen, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're talking about Barnes & Noble, which is reportedly growing and expanding. Not something we thought we'd be saying nowadays, but we're happy to be saying it. We're also going to be discussing TikTok's huge, enormous, monumental week ahead. But first, let's talk about everything else that's happening in the world of business and tech. Let's get crackleckin'. Okay, first things first, for a seventh straight year, Starbucks topped the Restaurants 25 rankings, which is a measure of different chains' global brand value. Runner-up McDonald's at $36.9 billion lost ground on the $53.4 billion champ that Starbucks last year. Still, it remains to be seen whether Starbucks' decision to make its next big move, a foray into olive oil-based coffee drinks in the U.S., was a good one or not, and we'll be testing that one out for sure. Moving along, eggs are now so expensive that Dollar Tree won't sell them until prices drop. In February, a dozen grade A eggs averaged $4.21, down 6.7% from January, but still up 55.4% year over year. Moving along, the FCC will require telecom companies to block texts from certain numbers in an effort to curb spam messages. In 2022, the FCC received more than 18,000 consumer complaints about them. I think I was about 17,000 of those. In other news, researchers from the University of Chicago debuted Glaze, a tool for artists to fight the theft of their artistic intellectual property by preventing AI models from easily scraping their work online using cloaking techniques that add tiny changes to their art, which interferes with the AI model's ability to read their data. This is increasingly important as generative AI tools become increasingly popular. Also, Apple has been increasingly focused on reining in costs, albeit discreetly, without any wide-scale layoffs as of yet. In recent months, Apple's big tech rivals have laid off more than 50,000 staff, but we really haven't seen any of that at Apple. And for Bloomberg, the company's likely been able to stave off any wide-scale layoffs through a combination of techniques, including delaying corporate bonuses, pushing back timelines for certain projects, pausing hiring on some teams, limiting hiring on others, keeping many roles open after people leave, laying off contract employees in recruiting and engineering, reducing travel budgets, and keeping closer track on work office attendance. In other news, researchers from the University of Chicago, MIT, and Stanford found the share of work being conducted from home in the U.S. is now at 27.7%, down from 61.5% in 2020, but substantially up 
from the 4.7% share in 2019. In other news in this space, the South Korean government walked back on a plan to raise their cap on weekly working hours to 69 from 52 after backlash from younger workers. Also, per Hollywood reporter Crunchyroll, which is both a, I guess, delicious-sounding sushi variety and an anime streaming service Sony bought from AT&T in 2020 for $1.18 billion, estimated around 300 million people globally watched Japanese animation in 2022, up around 100% from 2020. Crunchyroll is a profitable streaming service and now has around 10 million paid subscribers. And lastly, before our main stories, Taylor Swift has kicked off her first U.S. tour in five years. And while we definitely were not able to uh, access tickets, uh, we did access some new data on her fandom. According to Morning Consult, some 45% of Taylor Swift fans are millennials, 74% are white, and 49% reported a household income under $50,000. All right, let's talk Barnes & Noble. How's this for a plot twist? The once disappearing bookstore business is showing signs of a comeback. Book sales actually rebounded in a big way post-pandemic, with U.S. publishers reeling in $29.3 billion in 2021. Though early 2022 data suggests perhaps a slight dip, bookstores remain in expansion mode. And for starters with Barnes & Noble, they're actually opening stores throughout the 2010s. You know, most stories about the chain included words like embattled and Closing as tech giants like Amazon picked off their business. Barnes & Noble actually now expects to open around 30 new stores this year, according to NPR. Who to credit for this? Partly uh, the persistence of activist hedge fund Elliott Management, which is also behind the top UK bookseller Waterstones, which uh, bought a debt-laden Barnes & Noble in 2019. Barnes & Noble has seen a turnaround in part from refocusing away from trinket sales. Uh, they gave local stores more autonomy over displays. They welcomed influencers. And they actually saw sales grow more than 4% last year. Interestingly, the number of independent bookstores is also on the rise. Last year saw 334 indie bookstores open in the U.S. And interesting to note, of the 25 best-selling books of 2022, eight belong to Colleen Hoover, who sold 14.3 million books last year, in part powered by her hordes of TikTok fans. She even outsold the Bible. And speaking of TikTok, by the way, it's going to be a huge week for this company. Huge. For context, last week, the Wall Street Journal reported that the Biden administration is now demanding that the video sharing platform's Chinese owners sell their stakes in TikTok or face a general ban of the app in the United States. For a couple of years now, members of Congress have pointed to the app as being a national security concern. They say China could, in theory, have access to American user data as well as the potential to control and influence content American users see. China's national security law actually requires companies to turn over user data if requested to the government there. Across the globe, many government bans have been put in place on the app. Last week, both the UK and New Zealand banned the app from their government-owned devices. And TikTok has been racing to negotiate a middle ground to resolve this issue. Its CEO has said a sale will not do anything in terms of alleviating national security concerns and that the best option is what the company calls Project Texas, which is a multi-billion dollar plan which would see it partner with Oracle to store and secure American user data. 
This week, TikTok's CEO is scheduled to testify before the House Energy and Commerce Committee on Thursday. Also this week, according to Politico, TikTok is paying a bunch of influencers and creators on the platform to live up to their name as influencers and go into D.C. and influence or lobby Congress. The point of this lobbying effort is primarily to paint an economic picture against the banning of TikTok, uh, arguing that a ban could hurt the Americans, including small business owners, entertainers, and others who use it personally or for business to generate income. If TikTok were to be banned in the U.S., it would be absolutely unprecedented. According to NBC, when the company CEO speaks to Congress later this week, he could testify that the app now has 150 million users in the U.S. And all we can say right now is, let's see what happens. And bada bing, bada boom, that's going to do it for us today, folks. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Truppiano. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter, which you can sign up for at thehustle.co slash email. Hope you have an awesome Monday. See you tomorrow. Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team, Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.